0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to You Are Here, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. This is actually an exciting episode. It's our season finale. Um, I love an even number, so I thought 10 would be a good way to wrap it on up. But I'm really excited about this episode, and I'm also really excited about season 2 and, you know, what it's going to be, having guests cool conversations um so yeah thanks for listening as always so love having these conversations and just chatting with you guys about hopefully things that you can relate to I really would love to hear like feedback and maybe what you want to see from the podcast I'll probably post something on Instagram um this week just kind of asking for for that and like ideas maybe that you have or things that you would want to chat about. I don't know. Um, Or questions maybe you have for me. Obviously not saying that like I know loads of stuff or anything, but you know, if you care about my perspective, um, yeah, I'd love to chat about it. Um, But anyways, back to today, today's episode, we're talking about nothing to wear I almost named this episode what not to wear um because I loved that show but I also I don't know Stacey and Clinton if you're listening to this hey I love you guys you raised me um but also um I don't want to get sued I don't know if that would work I mean I know I'm like a nobody but I I just thought what if I get sued because I say that in a title on a podcast okay but anyways that's besides the point Anyways, so I'm calling this nothing to wear, question mark, because I feel like that's kind of, you know, the cliche, whatever, typical question girls always ask whenever they're getting ready or they're like justifying buying. So we know it's always like, oh, I have nothing to wear. Um, So a little tongue in cheek, but I really did want to talk about fashion today. I love fashion. If you know me in real life, I'm probably talking about it. Um, or I'm wearing something that I bought that week, or I'm talking about something that I'm obsessed with and an outfit that I'm fixated on, or I'm wearing a hairstyle that I saw on Pinterest because I'm chronically online. Um, But yeah, so I do love fashion. I'm really genuinely, that is like my default setting in my brain. Um, Like, I don't think it's literally possible for girls not to think about something. I feel like girls are, always thinking about something even when they're like not really like thinking about something they have to think about something and my something to think about when i'm not thinking about anything is fashion i'm putting together outfits in my head i'm thinking about my closet i'm thinking about things that should be in my closet um i'm thinking about shoes i want to get rid of and replace them with other shoes um so that's my default setting okay um but I did want to talk about some practical things about fashion. I feel like this is a topic. Obviously, it's very subjective. Um, I love to think about fashion as like wearable art, right? It's like it's like wearable art, yes, but it's also like a wearable diary and like a and like a journal. And it, I think it's a way to like express the world, like who you are. Again. That's my perspective on it. Some people don't give a rip about fashion. And honestly, Slay, you wear your T-shirt and jeans every day. Go for it. Um, but I really, really enjoy it. And I know I'm not the only one who also really enjoys it, who likes putting together outfits, who likes to feel good in what they're wearing, and who like likes for what they're wearing to... be representative of who they are, right? And so that's kind of, like, how I see it. So I think that's partly why I take it so seriously. And um, I didn't grow up having loads of money, so I grew up very regularly going to, like, thrift stores and trying to figure out how to look... Um, And like present myself to the world in a way that was accurate to who I was without loads of resources and like money. So um, I just, you know, got really used to getting creative, figuring out, you know, what to do with what I had in my closet and also figuring out how I can find those things elsewhere that, you know, weren't like retail per se. So um, that's just a little bit about like my closet history. I've also gone through a lot of phases in my closet. Obviously, we've all done it. We've all caved and bought some trends here and there. We all have some clothes that we regret or some weird fixations that we had. I remember one when I was like in middle school, I was obsessed with this T-shirt that I got from Ross. Okay, number one, I'm a Ross girl, dressed for less, you know what I mean? I grew up at Ross. Ross and thrift stores raised me, okay? Um, and out of the ashes of that girl, of the Ross girl, we have the the thrift giant eBay girl we have today, okay? Um, but I was a Ross girl, and at Ross, they had this t-shirt that came with a beanie, like it was attached to it, and I needed it. The t-shirt was essentially bright yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> oh my God, I look so bad in yellow. And okay, I just looked over at the yellow t shirt that I have in my closet that I do love, actually. But the yellow that this shirt was, was not the yellow that the shirt that I have now is, okay? It was like such a bad yellow, okay? Anyways, and it had, like, you know, like the old, oh, it was this exact yellow. The old, like, happy. Like, thank you for shopping with us bags that had, like, a smiley face that were bright yellow. It was a shirt exactly like that, which I don't know what in my mind was like, oh, my gosh, I need this. It looks like a trash bag. <laughs> but anyways, that's what I I was like. I need that trash bag t-shirt. Okay, so anyways, I got this t-shirt, came with a beanie. It was a black beanie. I was obsessed. No, no, I was I was gagged for this t-shirt and this beanie. Like, I it was everything it was everything to me i would wear it all of the time and um, also at the time this was like a crossover episode because i was also fixated on wearing my hair and pigtails so just picture like danny as like a ch- as like a 11 12 year old okay yellow t-shirt on sling um i loved a good you know above the knee short situation bermuda you know sitch okay that we have bermuda short we have yellow t-shirt hair frizzy curly pigtails beanie no my head looked like literally the top of a mushroom it was not giving it was it was less than giving but you know that beanie does live on for eternity in pictures and it's very very funny so I hope you have a story like that, and I hope that made you think of something that you were fixated on as a child because it's hilarious. I had another fixation of, like, ponchos, but, like, ponchos are kind of a sleigh. I, th- I have a theory. I think they're going to come back this year. We're just seeing a lot of, like, 60s, 70s resurgence, and obviously ponchos were a huge part of that. And I feel like if you do it the right way, they won't look, like, frumpy. It'll look cool, girl. Stevie Nicks, 70s, Coachella, you know, festival, desert, glitter eye makeup, smudged black eyeliner, rock star, blown out speakers. You know, it can give that. Um, but so yeah, that was a little tangent. I had just had to mention that about ponchos, but I did love ponchos as a child. Um, and I, you know, those fixations have continued into my mid twenties. So, um, but I didn't want to talk about, you know, I think fashion is something that is so much fun and is almost like, yeah, like a, like a diary, like a scrapbook of your life. Um, and yeah, it's just very funny to think about the weird stuff that you liked as a kid. Um, and I still do have like weird fixations. Let me think of one that I have right now. I think right now I'm very fixated on lace. I have been texting with my friends nonstop about like a lace skirt that like, I just, I need an ivory lace skirt and, and I need for it to not, like, okay, this is this is another tangent, okay. But anyways, ivory lace. I love lace. I bought a lace t-shirt the other day. I bought a like a long lace skirt the other day. Uh, I just need I need lace. I need lace. Um, but I prefer vintage. Just putting that out there. Um, vintage and in general is just always like my go-to. Um, But, okay, so I did want to talk about something that was, like, you know, relevant to to this, (laughs) not just, like, about my weird obsessions. Um, But I do think fashion, whenever you get out of, like, high school and college, does have, like, a different effect, right? So when you're a kid, I was homeschooled, so that's why I literally could just wear whatever the heck I want and look like an idiot all the time because mom didn't stop me. Um, But I think whenever you're, like, in high school, when you're in college, you're around a lot of people that, like, directly influence your life and directly will influence like your interests and you know all these different things so i think a lot of times like you will buy things for your closet or ask for things whatever that um you're not necessarily getting because you've you've asked yourself like oh i like this you know neon orange pink sweatshirt from victoria's secret um you're getting it not because you asked yourself like yes this is genuinely what i like um, you're just getting it because, you know, that's like a – it's like a status symbol for, like, wherever you're at. And, you know, you don't want to be left out. Like, you know, I remember the little girlies taking their their matching little um, – I I grew up in the era of uh, – oh, my gosh, of course I forgot. The limited. Limited two. Oh, my gosh. I love limited two. But, yeah, I remember that era of, like, the girls taking their limited two, like, matching pictures. Like, I don't want to be left out of that. So, like, I get it. There's, like, also pressure to, like, be a part of things. Um, and I think also like you get into college and then everybody's in the same boat as well. They're out of high school. They're all trying to figure out their styles and they all just kind of end up looking like you, like you just all end up buying uh, clothes in the same places because it's like where, you're, where your college is close to and then you just end up kind of like, you know, get doing things that are alike or sharing clothes, which is like so common. So you just end up dressing like each other, which is totally fine. But then you leave those spaces of these bubbles of, like, um, identity and these bubbles of, like, uh, you know closet solidarity, I suppose. And uh, and then you're left in just like disillusionment. Like you just have no idea what to do. There are so many clothes in the world. There are so many styles and eras and genres of what you could look like and how you can express yourself. And I think a lot of times um, what ends up happening is just people, you just end up getting stuck in like wherever you left off, which is totally fine. Again, if you like, you, you don't have to care about fashion. Um, But if you do or or if you want to as well, like it can be so overwhelming if you end up in that weird place where you're like, I don't want to look like I'm in college anymore. I also don't want to dress like I've been in the workforce for 40 years. Um, It's just a very complicated thing. And then there's also way less people for you to like directly influencing you. Into, like, what to buy or what to think is trendy. And now with even, like, social media and, like, TV and YouTube and, like, all these different things. Like, it's just so, um, there's a lot of, like, voices saying what could and couldn't work for you. So it can just get very um, hectic, unnecessarily so. But I did want to give you guys some practical things on what to do to build your closet that will help you feel like yourself in your clothes. I feel like there's nothing worse than like putting on something that just makes you feel like, I don't know, like an imposter and just doesn't make you feel at home in in who you are. And I think especially like growing up in church and growing up around like purity culture and stuff, I feel like there's a lot of girls especially that have to deal and women my age that deal with that kind of thing where like they wanna wear these things and then there's other voices in their head that have nothing to do with, like, their lives, but saying that, you know, whatever, saying all these different things that really don't pertain to them any longer. And so, I don't know, I feel, um, I feel like it's just something that I'm as well passionate about in breaking those things, and I feel like fashion can help heal those things um, in us that have, you know, no matter how, you know, good intentioned or whatever, have, have and could have made you hate your body and made you hate yourself. So, um, anyways, uh, I hear some tips that I have for you to build your closet that will make you love your clothes and hopefully not ask the question. I have nothing to wear. Um, So I think you should start with whatever you have in your closet right now, and you should pick out the things that are your absolute favorite. That, like, if literally Stacey and Clinton pulled up to your house with a gun, and they were like, take all the things out of your closet except ten things. And you had to look at at Stacey's little gray hair and tell her, these are the things I'm throwing away and these things I'm keeping. Um, What are those ten things, you know? Um, and then after you pick those 10 things, start like figuring out what about them you like the most, whether it's like the fit or the color or it's the sleeves or it's, you know, I don't know, the fabric, maybe these are all things that really add to and really like sum up who you are. Right. So, um, and could play a huge role in, you know, eventually building your full closet. So pick those 10 items and then ask yourself about them and just be very like introspective and be, I mean, be like kind of creepy about it. Be like, why do I like this t-shirt so much? Where did I get it? Do I have memories attached to it? I mean, just like ask yourself all these questions. Then once you figure that out, um, see those 10 items like together. 10, I mean, I'm saying 10 is like a general, again, I said I love an even number, but just pick however many number of items are your favorite um, or what wouldn't be overwhelming. And, um, and then once you figure out what those items are, then ask yourself, what about all of them together do you actually like? Or if you see any, like, common threads. So maybe you notice that, you know, three of the ten items all have stripes or something to do with stripes. Or maybe they're all the same cut. Or maybe whenever they sit on your body, you like the way that they look and, like, they make you feel confident. Figure out what those things are and then um, write them down and and make a um, – Yeah, you're, like, basically investigating your clothes and, in turn, like, investigating who you are and who you want to represent to the world. So... Or how you want to represent yourself to the world. So, um again, maybe it's a very like analytical approach to a closet, not very fun, not very glitter sparkly, but eventually it will be. And, um, but anyways, these will just give you language around what you're actually looking for in your closet. Because, um, I think I read somewhere that like H&M puts like 60 or 70 plus things on their website every single day. So, or no, sorry, I think that's Zara. Um, h H&M and I think does a little bit more, but like, my point is is that these like mainstream places to go get fashion like they're always adding new things so if you walk into a zara and you have no idea what you're looking for and you have no idea um you know what you need for an event or for what you're looking for in your closet you like will literally just fall for anything like you will just go for the weird cut pair of jeans that are like trendy because that's like what's in front of you but it's not necessarily what like you want and then that's why you'll end up hating it a few months later um so so i'm just saying i think the best way to shop is to actually look for things and find the things that are that involve you that are like a personal item and i feel like when you get that language around it it really does help you go shop which is awesome Okay, and then this is another thing I learned from TikTok, and I am obsessed with it. Um, This girl, I cannot remember her name, but if I do, I'll put it in the description, or if I, you know, I'll search for her, but she had this thing talking about your three fashion words and they're so, so helpful. Um, so it's basically, I think through the process that I mentioned before, you can definitely deduce like your fashion words, but it's three. She said you could do more if you want to, but three is just so much easier. Um, so figure out those, those pieces of clothing that you love and those items that like mean a lot to you. And I also think you can add accessories into it. Accessories are so important. I could probably talk about accessories for like thirty minutes, um, or probably longer, honestly. But, um, but uh, so, figure out those words, and then once you figure out those words, and you see these items together it'll start becoming clear that there's like a pattern hopefully. Um, and when you're when you find that pattern then you can probably find your three words. So um, you can use words that just describe your sc- your style. So like for example, my words are effortless, comfy and playful. I promise you if you see me in real life, some all of all of those words will be represented in my outfit. Every single time, whether if it's like if it's a simple outfit, I'm going to wear like a fun bag or if it's like an a effortless, more like cool girl outfit, I'm going to do something fun with my hair. Like, I promise you, every single one of those elements is always involved in my um, in my style. And I think this is much more helpful than picking a core like quotes, or like aesthetic, or era, whatever, you know, I remember the whole like, um, coastal grandmother core, or like, um, what is it like, what was it called? Cottage core, or like all these different things. The problem with all of that is that's all marketing, <laughs> like marketing uses bug wo- buzzwords, um, and like things that are actually like personal, and can act and, um, and more like uh, holistic, I suppose, and can like really sum up someone are more descriptive and less like fun. Like nobody, like what does playful core mean? It's too broad. That so anything that's like very specific that you see trending, clean girl aesthetic, whatever. Like, all those things, like, I'm sure you just smelled that, right? When I said clean said today, you could smell, like, the eucalyptus just hit you in the face. Like, that was exactly that. But it's just, it's marketing. So, and they're trying to sell you something. They're trying to sell you on trends, and that's all that that is. So, sorry, I'm a little jaded. Um, I could also go on that for a minute, but we'll stop there. But if you want to hear more about that, I'd love to talk about it. Clearly, I love to talk about this. Um, So, anyways these words are meant to be much more broad. These, your three fashion words, because then you're, you are meant to fill in the blanks, right? It is, it is not a core. It's not an aesthetic. It's you, like it's your personality. It's your way to like, um, piece things together. It's your closet filling in the blanks, not, you know, a specific dress from princess Polly, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's what I'm saying. But, Anyways, back to what I was on about. Um, Yeah, pick your three words. Very, very helpful. Um, Obviously, Pinterest is such a great place to find inspiration, to find, um, you know, uh, outfits and things like that to put together. I mean, I use Pinterest literally every day. Um, It's just very helpful to look at things like that and look at silhouettes, look at styling and, and help and stuff like that. And that's really what eventually helps you do it on your own but it's very, that's a great tool. I also, TikTok is so helpful. Um, my only like situation with TikTok is that I just feel like you can very easily just end up in like a marketing bot scheme situation where you just end up being sucked into another core, another aesthetic and, uh, another reason for you to spend, you know, needless amounts of money on things that have existed for years. Um, so, Um, and lastly, I would say to the thing that I just said, um, if you do want to try out a trend, if you do want to do something fun with your closet, um, definitely research if it comes from something else, um, because I promise you, um, fashion is circular, and I was gonna say cyclical, which is also true, but I couldn't decide what words, so I kind of hesitated. But yeah, it's circular, it's cyclical, and it always comes back around. So, um, yeah, don't like, don't fall so quick for the trend. Um, actually, find the references. I promise you, you can find. You know, if you're looking for a collared halter tank top, which is like very specific, those existed like in the 2000s. They existed in the 70s. They existed in the 60s. Like you're gonna, you're gonna find it further and further back you go. So, um, so you can find them on eBay. You can find them on Poshmark. You can find them at your thrift stores. Um, Like, I'm not going to say easily it's going to take more work than just getting it on Zara or H&M or whatever. But you'll probably find something that is, like, made of much better quality, which is always the, you know, argument or whatever. Probably made in the USA, which is also always a plus. Um, And um, it'll probably just be so cute and unique and just so... um, And it's obviously stood the test of time for whenever you find it online. So it's going to stand the test of time in your closet, you know? Um, I, so yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I, again, I could talk about this for so long, but I did want to do something different for this episode. And I wanted to talk, and I want to do a quick fashion Q&A about just me, um, which hopefully you can answer these questions yourself. Like I would love Um, for this to like make you think about things like this but anyways so uh, my first fashion Q&A question for myself (laughs) is what do I always have on and um, for me that's always an earring I told this to my friends and she told me that she always thinks about it when she gets dressed and I thought that was so cute, but, um, but I stand by it and it's fashion in being stylish, having a style, whatever is a million little choices and you're making them, you're making them, you know, days, weeks, months, years before you're getting dressed that day. Right. So I don't know, not to like stress anybody out, but, uh, I just think earrings are such a staple i'm always wearing an earring it's a part of the million little choices get earrings that are not like insane get earrings that you know you can wear frequently um i think they're just a perfect piece to like finish your outfit of course if you're a statement earring gal be a statement earring gal i'm not gonna stop you but um but i do just think if you want to just look complete um, you can never go wrong with like a simple gold hoop situation. Um, I, I love that. Okay. My fashion inspo. I don't know if I have a specific one. I have more of like a, a general fashion energy <laughs> um, I do love looks from like Carolyn Bissett Kennedy I think I she worked for Ralph Lauren I believe so she just always looked like a sleigh because she obviously was like a fashion girl um, but her looks were just always very simple very like edited down very like the row like what would the row be what the row is now she was giving that then um, yeah, she just always looked so put together. I love her looks and, um, but I always, I also love like a, a heavy, um, like masculine edge. So I love that she, I follow her on Instagram. She also is like a fashion person. Um, but, uh, Camille Cherrier. she is amazing. She's a French girl, but she was like grew up in England. She's just very, very cool. Very like rock star girlfriend, cool girl energy. I love those kinds of looks. Um, But yeah, I always like to have like a sporty, masculine, I don't know, not necessarily androgynous. That's like, I think a little bit too, but, um, but yeah, just very, very much more like menswear inspired looks. Um, Yeah. So I would say like, those are probably two of my top people, but I also love like Bianca Jagger style from the seventies big sleigh. So yeah, those are just a few. After this is over, I'm sure I'm going to be like, I should have said that anyways, but those are just some, um, uh, what are my favorite colors to wear? Um, I actually have a very like mostly neutral closet and I find myself gravitating mostly towards neutrals. Um, and so, I don't know. I feel like the way that I balance that out is by having prints in my closet. So again, the prints I choose are typically very, um, staple prints. Like they're, it's a stripe, it's a polka dot, it's nothing like she's not reinventing the wheel here. Um, but I feel like that does help kind of balance out the, the, like the rigidity that some things. so, uh, you know neutral or whatever. I don't think though, which is very funny. I don't think anybody in my life would say like, "Oh yeah, she wears a lot of neutrals." Which is very funny, but I think when you like actually look at the things that I wear a lot, it's it's neutral. So, um Anyways, yeah, it's just a very weird balance. I did say I have that yellow t-shirt, which I do have a yellow t-shirt, but the last time I wore it, I wore it with a brown leather jacket over it and like dark denim and like Clarks. So see what I mean? Like it's very balanced with other things that are like not like the opposite of being very, you know, in your face and loud. Um, Favorite piece of clothing as a child. I did kind of talk about um, that one already. I yeah no comment um and if I had no fashion budget what would I get um I love this question and I could think about like probably you know so many things Uh, but but I will say I think I would actually invest in like jewelry pieces real gold baby I would get rings I'd get necklaces I get all these different things because all of that really can make you know the a t-shirt and jeans like something so so cool so um yeah I think it's all about the details I think if you hit your closet right now I think you should try fun things with your hair I think your hair is such an underrated accessory that we you know all can should utilize and uh yeah look on Pinterest fun hairstyles or like cool braid hairstyles I don't know um I think that just adds a lot to a look and can make you just you know spice up something again t-shirt and jeans it can just be a totally different vibe um but anyways thank you guys so much for listening that was that was the podcast I hope you had fun chatting about this I obviously was very excited to talk about fashion and i hope this was a fun season finale um maybe next season we kick it off starting with another fashion episode who knows i talk about accessories 30 minutes um but anyways i would love to hear your feedback follow us on instagram uh youarehere.pod subscribe to the pod or follow the pod whatever it is um on wherever you're listening and soon. give us five stars leave a review leave a comment and thank you so much i love you so i'm Derek. me and danny talked about it and this is actually not the season finale this is a mid-season finale um but we're gonna be back in a couple weeks um with the rest of season one we have a lot of things planned and a lot of exciting things some guests um and we are so excited to share that with you guys um so thank you for being here and we can't wait to continue this journey with you guys